I think we should start off with our own musical rendition of the Gravity Falls theme song. That's just kind of what What's, I was feeling. Boo, do, are you do, up do, for that? Do, do. That's about just an odyssey. Never mind. What's yep. the Gravity Falls Are you, are you I was gonna sync it up in post. Welcome to Tad Strange, the Gravity oh, we Falls podcast where we sing the intro. I hope we were reco- Were you not recording? <laughs> no, I was recording. I thought we were talking about what we were gonna do, not actually oh, doing we were, something. And then we did it. So welcome uh, to Tad Strange involved. today. Today we're talking about episode 10, 11. a little dipper. 11. Wait, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, episode 22, um, get back to gravity falls and make it funky with Dipper and Mabel. I like so episode um, 23, return to Thunderdome. Mm, this is the second episode in a row for me that I underestimated. Mm-hmm. Oh, if that makes sense. I don't know about you guys. Did you like Same. this episode i've again just like fight fighters i only saw this when it was released mm-hmm. and i didn't like it then and i rewatched it and it, i like it now probably mm. a lot more than then so mm-hmm. um maybe i didn't watch this enough i liked it uh wasn't amazed b minus okay um <sighs> It's a good episode for me. It has a lot more character development than I remembered. A lot more than I think any episode of Gravity Falls so mm. far. Everybody it, got an arc. Yeah. Like everybody who was mentioned got a cool little arc. Yeah. It's in, it was incredible. And I, I didn't remember any of this at all. But you have development for Gideon and for Mabel and for Dipper and for Seuss and a tiny bit for Stan. So true. And some more for McGucket. And that, yep. And some more <laughs> for McGucket and some more for Gideon's parents. Oh my gosh. By the way, um, his mom's mm-hmm. here. We asked this, yeah. we asked this before. I was like, where's his mom? And everybody's like, Oh, mom? is that his mother? Or his that's, a, that's his mother. He comes okay. to the door and mother. says, okay. mom, Oh, yep. okay. He says, hi, mom. And she's just like, yup. She is. That, an that was character. slightly disturbing. Oh There's actually a few parts of this episode that are kind of disturbing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It gets dark, which I think is another reason why I like it. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind of want to say B, plus, but I, I also kind of want to say A minus. Is this a must see episode? I think so. So I think I have to say A minus. Like a, if B you plus, were going through the series and you, mm-hmm. you had to only pick like X episodes yep. to show, yep. I'd put I'd this, this over one. Fight Fighters. Same. I'd yep. be like, this one is better than Fight Fighters. Watch this. Fight Fighters can go be its own mm. after school program somewhere else. Yeah. So far, I'd probably. Well, you got to do the pilot to kind of introduce. I'd probably show them Headhunters just because I really like it. Um, yeah. Headhunters and then I would just show them Goblin maybe? Walker like four times in a row. Oh my god! No, no! no I'm like, do I know that. you just watched it, but let's watch it again. Oh Fate worse gosh. than death. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. So I think I'd I'd show them the pilot and maybe just jump right to this. What other episodes have we had that are this? Time Traveler's Pig developing? is up there. There, there we go. go. Time yep. Traveler's Pig. Thank you. Uh, Headhunters no is another really good one. Yep. 
Um, I think the the inconveniencing is kind of up there too with like core episodes. Yes, because that introduces. Yeah, the it characters. shows you see a lot yep. of like new characters and a lot of development on the old characters. So yes, I think that's like cores. Maybe I, I would throw it Dipper yeah. versus Manliness because I just hate it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you don't need Dipper versus Manliness. That really fight fighters fight you don't need to watch. You don't need to watch um, Gobbly Wonker. You don't really need um, Quentin Tremblay, although yeah, it is a really fun that episode. Treasure, but it's, it's that I episode like it. is amazing, but it's not oh, yeah. anything to do with the story besides That's more true. Pacifica stuff. Yeah, which is okay. But oh, actually, well, it does introduce Pacifica, and she gets a uh, more of an arc later on. Well, it's the second episode with it. her. Yeah, you can do without it definitely. Yeah. Uh, but this episode is really solid. So, did you have a chance to prep a summary? Or I know you were also prepping a like uh, indie game that we're going to oh be boy. playing right after this. Um, I mean, not particularly. But okay, I, I can it, just do it off the top of my head. Yeah, you, you can give us a rough off the top okay. of your this, head. Like this episode is your hair. This episode is yeah. so A to B to C. It's not hard. That's <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Gideon starts off. He's scheming. He tries to get stand a sign of the mystery shack. He fails. So he goes uh-huh. back to scheming again. Meanwhile, um, Dipper beats Mabel at chess, and then Mabel makes fun of Dipper for being short. Um, then Dipper goes off and uh, discovers crystals that are able to make things bigger or smaller. So he makes himself taller. Mabel notices. Um, Gideon once again tries to uh, get the mystery shack from Stan by having like cursed Egyptian termites threatening the house. Uh, then meanwhile, Mabel and Dipper start fighting because Mabel, uh, because Dipper's used this thing to make him taller. So they're fighting over it. Then uh, it gets knocked away and Gideon picks it up, shrinks them down, takes them back to his place. Uh, then he goes on a whole montage or monologue, sorry. And then <laughs> uh, decides to head back to Stan's place and to shrink him down. Um, Dipper and Mabel then escape and follow Gideon. Uh, they get back to the shack. Uh, Gideon shrinks Seuss. Then Seuss, kind of, Mabel and Dipper uh, climb on top of Gideon. Gideon chases after Stan into a maze of mirrors where they have a showdown. And then uh, Mabel and Dipper defeat Gideon with tickles. And uh, he gets kicked out the door. Uh, kind of just rolled out yeah. after being given a comforting speech by Stan. And I think that's the end of the episode, basically. That's Pretty essentially much. the entire A plot. Cool. Yeah, it's, well, it's really episode over. We'll see you guys next week. Is there a B plot? If you're Tad Strange, tune into this podcast every week. Is there a B plot in this? Yes. Um, What is it? It's almost non-cohesive, but Stan and Seuss. Okay. Having their little like the the A the yeah. A plot and the B plot and the C plot tie together really hard. Actually I think the B plot would be the crystal. The A plot is Gideon trying to destroy the mystery mm, shack. The that's C true. plot I guess just, the, is yeah, the Seuss and stands like together time. Is Dipper yeah. and Mabel's conflict over the height oh, okay. which involves the crystal. I think that is the B plot, the the height okay. conflict between the two. Yep. Which drives forward the A plot of, of yep. Gideon. You know, it feels like the height conflict is the A plot and Gideon is the B plot, though. It feels but like the, it, but the mm-hmm. whole it starts with Gideon like wanting that, to destroy the true. mystery that's shack. True. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What normally happens in the Gravity Falls episode is you'll have the A plot and the plot and the B plot and they'll come together at the end. In this episode, they come together at like eight minutes and 30 seconds into yeah, the episode. Right in the um, middle. When they fight and Gideon gets a thing. And it transitions like instantly into 
Um, basically, what it, it feels kind of season finale, if that makes sense, or like yeah. um, a core episode of a completely different show. Because it's very much just like one storyline going on where normally it's just uh, like Mabel doing something and Dipper doing something about, or the two of them doing something and Stan doing something different. How about we go ahead and call this a mid-season finale because we're, sure. we're just about in the middle of season one. No, that's a good way. Yeah, it's it's very much um, saying uh, we're definitely going to have more character development and like filler episodes. But it seems like it's kind of bringing uh, everything that it's done so far into this very interesting plot and saying this is the sort of story that we can tell. Makes sense. I think this is also the first time we actually see a hero villain dichotomy happen. Yeah. Between Gideon yep. and Stan. Because yep. like we've seen little stuff with like Gideon and Mabel, Gideon and Dipper, Robbie and Dipper, but they're not yeah. really anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is actual like this is the villain, this is the hero, and they're facing off here. Mm. So I thought that whole like scene was pretty cool. Mm. I love the intro, just like the first scene. Um, yeah. Just starting off with um, with Gideon just scheming in his room, reading yeah, through the journal. Um, oh, very oh. much following up um, the last time we saw su- him. Surprise! Gideon has journal three. We knew that. We got to see it in just the closing. Okay, of that's the, right. Um, the whatever it was called, pining episode. Yeah, <laughs> whatever episode. <laughs> oh, when he was dating Mabel, that yeah. one. Um, the hand that rocks the Mabel. There we yes, go. that yeah. one. So four. what I really like about that opening scene is it's echoed at the end when he's talking to his dad and he's like, mm. I need it. You don't know what's in there. Mm-hmm. I, Wait, listen. before you say something, <laughs> I cannot say anything. Yes, I know. I don't scene. want you saying okay. anything. Okay. Like if you're yeah, just yeah, yeah. listening, this is the first time we've ever listened to this podcast. I've never watched the show through. This is mm-hmm. kind of, I think at, maybe the episode after Summer Ween's the last one I saw. So, like, mm-hmm. this is, like, I was sitting here, like, wait a second. What what the heck is in the mystery shack that he needs? First off, how does he know? Oh, I'm smacking my microphone in excitement. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, how does how does he know there's something in the mystery shack? Second off, mm. what the heck is it? Like, we've seen that little scene in the end of episode one where, like, Grunkle Stan moves the vending machine and goes behind it. So, like, yeah. I imagine those are connected somehow. You know, um, I completely forgot about that scene. Yeah. Also, does Grunkle Stan know whatever kind of mystical force mm. is in there? And if he does, that makes the end of, like, when they're fighting in the mirror maze even cooler. Because he's just keeping his cool about it the whole time. So, yeah. is, like, yeah. oh, my screen's just blacked. Why'd it do that? Hello, yeah, computer? Yeah, your entire camera. We're on Discord, like, voice. Okay. okay. No, you. hopefully you're still this is, good. Audacity so this has been, this has been happening... I don't know. I'll, we can edit this out. This is happening Welcome like to the Windows 10 days. podcast. The, the, uh, just, the podcast where we discuss Windows 10. Black off <laughs> and then turn back on. Where we That's discuss weird. Matt's handymanship. But our, our audio isn't corrupted, oh is it? That's no, it's of... fine. My audio is still okay. recording. Okay. That's why I just cool. kept talking. Okay. Um, yeah, there's very much... And there's a train. Um, there's very much a this is the main storyline feel to this almost, but at the same time, it's very playful in the story that it tells, which is cool. And I like it a lot that it doesn't, it doesn't completely divert from like, we're having a fun day at the fair and Oh look, there's a time traveler to like, this is the ultimate villain of the universe. You must (laughs) fight him now. No, it's still Gideon. And it's like, there's still just funniness throughout the whole thing. Yeah. 
it didn't comp- like this still feels like Gravity Falls, even though it feels completely different. Yeah, which is cool, and it's not. A, it's a thing not a lot of shows can pull off. I um, really like who Gideon becomes in this episode because I yeah. really hate who Gideon becomes in this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! So yes, oh, that's go, so good. Can we go back to something in the beginning that kind of bothers me? Yes. Um. So like first scene at the mystery shack, knock on the door. Uh, guy in a suit, Grungle Stan opens the door and he goes, tax collector, throws a smoke bomb, <laughs> runs away, gets his hidden cash and is trying to find yep. like the escape tunnel to get yep. out of his house. Um, but then like the next second, he's like, no, you won Publisher's Clearinghound, so just sign this. Uh, he turns around without thinking, signs it with a pen. Gideon busts through like the door. And he's like, gotcha. I own the shack mm-hmm. now. But then Grungle Stan's like, look at it. Ha ha. Gotcha. You. He was just running from this dude a second ago in complete confusion. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me he saw right through the plot like that without mm-hmm. even reading the paperwork? That mm-hmm. really bothered me. Oh. Hmm. That's fair. Because either he's I, a I can... super genius or a psychic. Or a no, speed reader. I think that's fair. Or a speed reader. <laughs> <laughs> Grunkle Stan, the um, speed reader. The speed reader. Yeah, you got to read chunks of words, not not letters. Um, Goodness. No, no, it's the first oh. word of the line, the last word in the yep. line. You just scan through. Boom, done. Oh, so I got through. Got it. That's how you speed read. <laughs> yep. Um, that's it. No, that's true. For me, I mean, first of all, yes, I think you're right. I think they maybe sacrifice coherence for the sake of good jokes. They were really good jokes. Um but at the same time, it does show like Stan is both a uh, passionate con man, but also smart. Yeah. Which is something it's a really interesting dichotomy um, that he's both like he thinks with his fists or thinks with his like r- feet mostly running away. Yeah. Um, but he also thinks with his head with his thinker <laughs> that, that didn't end as well as i thought it was going to i had a whole plan for that sentence but um yeah, but nonetheless i think you're right i don't think i can salvage that they they definitely sacrifice coherence for the sake the of like the only thing i could think of is that him being like the greatest con man ever somehow saw through it when he turned around and looked at the piece of paper for two seconds mm. like he yeah, picked something that... out immediately he was like oh this is it right here mom, 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 yeah mom, he could have say grunkle Stan speed reader yeah, if I nice. can say Uncle Dan, speed reader. Need, need reader, also speed racer. Right after this scene, the most meta line of Gary oh Falls gosh. happens. Yes, should we go back and watch that show? Yeah, sure. <laughs> my favorite part is <laughs> the this theme song. Cut to theme song. Yeah, Are we gonna do the theme song intro again? No, no, we're not doing that. It didn't work last time. It's not gonna work this time. It'll never work. We have to keep up on this full hearted mission. Yep. Oh boy. So th- we continue onward. It pretty quickly gets to um, Dipper having this magic crystal. And yeah. I do kind of like the mountain lion scene um, <laughs> where he's like, wait, is it really far away? Or is it just. Per- oh, wait, no. Is it tiny? Is it or small, is it just, just perspective? perspective? Just perspective. Just perspective. So just perspective. Just perspective. And it becomes tiny and it bites his finger and he says, huh. It still hurts, but less. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it goes so in dumb. like a solid inch. So but. if any of you have, this is unlikely, but if you've watched uh, Lord of the Beans, you yes. will find a very similar <laughs> joke when uh, the heroes are trying to get across. Oh, that's right. The, the, through the, the red through gate the, or whatever. The blue gate. The blue gate, through that's the blue right. Gate. And there's a closed door Entrance that's really tiny at the end. 
And it's it only looks small because it's so far away. Far away. Watch. And then runs up and smacks his face in the door. I forgot that movie existed. That movie exists, <laughs> and it is the best parody of Lord of the Rings ever. Yeah. It's Period. pretty fantastic. I guess we can get back to Gravity Falls. Yeah, but as, as a side note, you'll find a similar joke if you watch Lord of the Beans. <laughs> um, but it, I don't think I liked it the first time I watched it, but I, I, I chuckled at it this time. <laughs> Am I the only person who's super aggravated over the fact that the B-plot is literally driven off of a millimeter? Mm. you can't even mm. like see a millimeter like no, you, it, can't. you can't just look yeah. at something that's off by a millimeter <laughs> also the line you're technically taller than me in canada might yes! be one of the best lines ever yes i love that one true it's just like oh. i think that's what i hate about this episode the first time is like hey mm. she's taller than you by a millimeter <laughs> pulls out his like thing and measures them and I'm like first off that's not in like it's not even in the correct like size units. Yes, I graduated in, in millimeters. Yeah, I don't. You why? graduated in millimeters. I did. Canada. <laughs> oh, okay. What does that mean? I don't like, know. A, gra- a graduated really cylinder confused. is one that has marks on it. So the graduations are ha- like how small do, your marks are that's that's the yeah the the yeah. graduation song for your millimeters so you can be graduated in centimeters or millimeters or it's really whatever. bad i hate your it's jokes a really bad, bad joke <laughs> Wait, I, I wasn't making a joke at all that's literally what it's called uh no no but you were it was a joke it was okay. a joke and then i'm glad we didn't laugh Wait, what <laughs> I, I made a what? I guess you made it. You joke. said I'm only graduating. We're graduating in. Mil- oh, wait, oh, no, it wasn't Canada. a joke. I just thought no, it was. That... Oh, my God. We're gosh. graduating in Canada. Back to Gravity Fall. Which Alpha is not twin. Set in Canada. Alpha yeah. twin. Yeah. Alpha I think, twin. Oh. I, I think it should have been like a half Full an circle. inch or something. No, or like an inch. But, I mean, it, it well, works. I, then again, so the, I have the worst habit for hating inconspicuousies, like little things like this. <laughs> In cartoons, mm-hmm. like Futurama, whenever there's something like little tiny that they're just like meh meh meh, and it puts the platform like just stop. I'm hitting my <laughs> microphone stand to get an anger this time, <laughs> man. I'm just like stop being stupid. Anger. Just make oh sense. Um, Be logical. So, <laughs> so if we progress through that scene, though, it's not the actual measurement mm-hmm. that makes um, Dipper that, go yeah. out and and get the find the crystal to make himself a little taller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that Mabel and uh, Grunkle Stan team up on him. And this is the second yeah. episode in a wo- row that we see Grunkle Stan emerge from another room <laughs> when he yes. hears the last episode was fighting. This episode, yep. he comes out and said, I heard the sound of ridicule. Show me yep. the uh, heard show me the object uh, of object. Your, your mockery or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So but it's because of that that dipper then just kind of walks off after they've made their third pun about him being a millimeter shorter yeah and Seuss, i love how Seuss accidentally joins yes. in like, man cut him, <laughs> dude, cut him a little slack oh Seuss is in on it too no i didn't mean <laughs> just walks away. he's yeah. just so sad uh um so he, yeah you're right he goes and gets it's, like a it's making fun yeah yeah so I'm glad yep. Trevor brought up Alpha Twin because this uh, we <laughs> we haven't twin. had that kind of chanting in maybe one or two episodes, Which but it's, is it's arguably my of, favorite. Oh, that's true. It's kind of consistent. Like um, they they chant for oh, what's his name? The guy that ate the taco oh, that got ran over. Thompson. Or whatever it was. Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. 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 
They chant for Thompson. Whole, yeah. Like, Mabel does it several times, the like, throughout mm. the series. I also have picked mm-hmm. up on Mabel doing it, started doing it at work. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason why Trevor thinks hashtag Mabel did nothing wrong. Um, <laughs> French did latte. It. French latte. Yeah. Is that a drink? <laughs> I just latte. made it up. We have to make cold brew like every day and yeah. a lot of it and nobody wants to make it. So I'll, I'll whoever like job it is, I'll just get behind them and be like, make cold brew. Make cold brew. Make cold like follow them around the store until they do it. Because oh they just won't. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah. We have fun at Starbucks. We're not racist like everybody says we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there is this whole dichotomy, and I guess I guess we'll just talk about it in general. Um, the just the thing between Mabel and Dipper, because in this episode we get to see that Mabel kind of has a little bit of an inferiority complex, just a tiny bit, and maybe justified. Um, but it's it's an interesting character trait. Yeah, and Trevor's screens are off so, in the back. Okay, so um. This is one episode where, at the end, I found myself thinking Mabel was reasonable in her actions. Um, I do. Mabel think did they, nothing wrong. Oh mm, different. I do think different. They, they could have um, shown that that kind of inferiority and Mabel's feelings being hurt by Dipper winning checkers and winning um, croquet and winning et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think if there was a little more of a hint at mm. Mabel is actually hurt because in the beginning scenes when Dipper is winning against her, I, I never got the feeling that Mabel was actually emotionally injured and but took it to heart. That's on purpose, I think, because she downplays everything with humor. And honestly, like I could, I don't quite want to say identify with her, but like I, I kind of get, and it's just kind of the brushing off like, Oh, I'm not going to think about that right now. I'm just going to let at it, it eat away at me like forever and corrupt this relationship. Like that oh sort gosh. of thing that like in, so yeah, I, Hold on, I have a really cool take on this, actually. Okay. No, no, say it, because I basically um, said all that. Yeah, so she definitely has a problem with doing anything with him, because he's better at it than she is. Because when they're playing chess, he's playing chess and she's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys are brothers, plus you have another brother. You know what it's however, like when you... However, when, it's only with, with Dipper. Because last episode, hmm. she was playing with Seuss and Crunkle Stan. They're having, they but they were, were having poker, a great time. Winning. Yeah, but yeah, like here, here's the thing. Um, if your older brother came to you and was like, let's play this game. And you know yeah. it's a game he always destroys you at. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sit there and just let him destroy you? That definitely never happened. You're going to start collecting the horses <laughs> and putting them in your pouch. Because that's more fun to you. And making up uh. rules like black man piece two, black white piece 45. And then Dipper just going, that's not your piece. It's not your turn. That's not a thing. She didn't want to play the game. Stable. And her way of coping with playing the game because he wants her to yeah. so he can win yeah. is messing around. Yeah. I don't think I did that. I think I just lost and then got mad. I, I, no, honestly, yeah, I didn't deal with it. I didn't deal with it. I just like kept playing and kept getting you madder and madder. And then like Kung Fu kicked you and gave you a scar. I was more I, like, oh, I yeah, guess I, I was I more like Dipper. Yeah, from Joseph's I was more toenail. like Dipper yeah. than Mabel because I took games way too seriously. 
Mm. So like I'd play games like especially like video games. I'd play like mm-hmm. hack and slashes with friends, and I would die. Like res me instead of res me, they would just stand there throwing things off cliffs for like ten <laughs> minutes straight. And just be like, oh, what else can I throw off this cliff? And I'd be like, why are you doing this? And they're like, it's no fun mm. when we play with you because you're too serious. And then I was like, mm. oh, I'll be more oh, serious. Boy. No, I well, feel like I've cool, done that. Maybe I- not as a child, um, but as as I got older into teens, maybe into college when there was just something i was having no fun at just change the rules hmm. uh, and sometimes it was yeah I, I i could recall doing it like video games um whether it's like halo and and you're playing and you're just yeah. getting shredded by xavier yeah. and then yeah. you, you decide to <laughs> <laughs> you decide to just like jump around and see how far up you can go with in a ghost or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. do you remember playing halo at like mike mccardo's house dude i do yeah did you know they used to make you and me play together because i was too serious and you never took it seriously <gasps> They did it. Um, okay, so I used to play. I literally play like two v five and just track people because I I would be like I'd have zero death and like twenty six kills and be like okay game's over I win and then like whenever we'd had somebody who never played they'd make them be on my team so they'd have something to kill and ruin wow. my experience. We used, they used to do it with oh um, people I used to play like Magic the Gathering with. We'd play oh, three headed yeah. giant, which is three on three, and they'd always put people who would like had decks that were garbage or didn't know how to play on my team like me. because that was balancing <laughs> and man there were some nights no there were some nights we'd play like two on two and my friends would just rile on me because they knew they can like mm. destroy me in this time and they'd be like no we're playing again and then we'd play like 10 matches i'd lose all of them <laughs> i just oh sit there like i don't want to play this game anymore <laughs> this isn't fun and they're like it's never fun <laughs> <laughs> So there's all oh kinds of different ways to approach playing games, and especially with siblings, where a lot of times, like, they're the only people you can actually play games with, especially at, like, Dipper and Mabel's age. They don't really have other people to hang out with yet. We haven't really seen, like, Candy and Brenda at all, and Dipper they come back. doesn't have any friends. Um, <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> he doesn't, though. Wendy no, he kind of I mean, he's friends with Seuss. Seuss is, Seuss is his best friend. Seuss is his best friend. But, they say that in one episode. Yeah, they do. They're uh, pterodactyl bros. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, or pterodactyl bros. Um, but nonetheless, like, when you have to play with someone, you develop, I guess, coping mechanisms to deal with their play style. So mm-hmm. whether it's just not taking it seriously at all or whether it's just, like, trying to not think about how angry it makes you and just keep playing, yeah, I'm having a good time, um, and just keep on playing and <laughs> keep trying to win. That was close to home for Joe for some reason. And then, oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um <laughs> So I can definitely relate, I guess, not in the, oh, you're better than me, so I'm going to make fun of all of your faults. I don't think I did that, (laughs) and um, she is not right in doing this. Mabel definitely did do something wrong, but I can see (laughs) why she did it. Yeah. She's not just being a selfish jerk. So Mabel's a good character in this episode. I I think – this is a really good Mabel episode. And it's also a really good Dipper episode because he gets to, like, realize he, – he thought he was having fun mm-hmm. and just winning. And he thought Mabel was having fun because Mabel didn't say anything. But she wasn't having fun. And so at the end, he realizes that, dang, I was kind of a jerk in all that, even though I didn't realize it, even though I thought it was fine. Just yeah. like how, as Mabel and Grunkle Stan are making fun of Dipper, they're having fun. And they mm. think it's no big deal to Dipper because 
he doesn't really say anything and or maybe they ignore him i don't know one or the other uh, but him. so it's, it's similar <laughs> in that case yeah no that's a good point so really interesting dichotomy great character development between them um do we want to i'll let you guys decide seuss or gideon seuss so ooh, 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 mm, gideon 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 <laughs> what are you I um i don't know how to respond i'm uncomfortable me neither, but i guess i guess we're going to gideon he oh my gosh like you said i love how much i hate him in this episode yeah um i guess with the first one having watched this episode i had all of this baggage attached and all the different episode that he's in yeah. all when i was watching that first one so that's why i think i like to get in i think i expressed that like I, knowing what knowing how evil he can be i like the way he is in the first episode um but oh my gosh he's such a better villain here He's a really good portrayal of the obsessive villain. Yes. Who wants Ooh. something and doesn't notice what he's doing to get it. Hmm. Um, and I really like that. Mm. I really, really like I think like actually in my notes I wrote down at one point, he's a frigging serial killer because yep. he kidnaps them and then threatens mm-hmm. to cut their heads off by mm-hmm. smashing toys that he made look like them. Yep. Which he made yep. himself. That's mm-hmm. if that doesn't scream obsessive serial killer, I don't know what does. He's like yeah. the closest thing you're going to get to it. And I like that they went for a, a lot darker tone with him and a lot mm-hmm. less happy, funny. He's a good guy. He, he's just like misguided child tone. He's, yeah, he's literally Satan. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of goes crazy. Um, yeah, and I think he was a little bit crazy before Mabel, and you can tell just by the way people like act around him. But True. having Mabel and then losing Mabel like really pushes him over the edge. So, and it, it's one thing that's a little iffy is that we've never really seen his rivalry with Stan that much. They just kind of mentioned it like it's a thing. And then we didn't get to see it, which I guess kind of makes sense. It would have been kind of annoying to have in every single episode, like, Oh, here's, here's Gideon again. I doing his thing. Like, so the first <laughs> time you see him is what? Him. Three episodes in mm. uh, within episode the four, first, I think, within like the first two the or three weeks of them the being there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yep. there's this whole backlog of his family versus like the Pines family mm-hmm. um, that we're not really told about. And then I think literally he became reclusive. Uh, he hmm. stopped doing the little getting in divination. He stopped. Uh, oh, my gosh, you're right. Actively like trying to destroy the Pines family and instead became an obsessive reclusive monster who did nothing but sit in his room, read Journal 3 and think Dang. about how he can destroy them. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I really like him. Hmm. As like a really big fan of horror and stuff, I like his character. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's the kind of character that I don't want to see corner the hero in a back alley. You know what I mean? Or probably knife them to death. Or in a them. room full of broken mirrors. True. There's a lot of bad mm. luck in that room. I really like that setting. That scene. Um so once again. Uh, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have the end scene foretold in the beginning when um, Stan asks Gideon to come help him set up all these mirrors that he's gotten. Oh, Stan asks Seuss. Seuss, yes. 
Yeah. yeah. It's not really the beginning, He's though. Beginning, so, yeah. like, here's here's the thing. In every other episode, Seuss is normally like, oh, yeah, like a laser gun. Or, oh, yeah, like a time <laughs> traveler. Or, oh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, blatantly what's going to happen. There's no blatant one-liner. The only yeah. line Seuss has in the beginning is, can you hand me that brain? No, the lady brain, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> because you can't <laughs> distinguish brains like that. So, like, I don't know what he's even talking about, but I want to no, no, know. It's because one looks like waffles and the other looks like spaghetti. One slightly smaller. Uh, it's it's a male brain. The patriarchy. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, anyways, um, or maybe he has like fan fiction with those brains. Maybe that like uh, like that, head, cannon head cannon that now. he tells around the store. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wait, maybe it's head cannon for him too. Oh but no! Can we talk about some of like the best one-liners? It's in like a two-minute span. Uh, when they when they first get the shrink ray and he shrinks Mabel's hand and then makes it the normal size again, she just screams <gasps> normal hand karate chop. Normal hand karate yes! chop. It's <laughs> just like the greatest thing ever. But oh, then um that. after they get after they get um captured by by little Sandman, mm-hmm. um <clears throat> he he so here's the thing, he doesn't even care about like Mabel marrying him anymore. Because he says, if you marry me, I'll just make it stop. And yeah. she's like, this is a democracy. <laughs> also, no. Also, no. <laughs> yes, yes, because he's like, what? you being my queen. <laughs> yes, like, this is a democracy. <laughs> you have a queen. In a- one of my favorite, like, uh, one-off right. one-liners, like, yeah. in the show. Hands down, right there. <laughs> <laughs> also, I really, really love Cheekums. Oh, I love Chico. Chico's so is such a good little character. So, real quick, with, with Gideon and with like threatening Mabel, the gummy koalas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. What was his intention? Because he says, like, um, what do you think after this? And then just like, was he gonna get her like he was bribing high her. on candy? No, he was bribing her. Also, that bag no, was no, half I get eaten, that. And he just threw her in there. Distracting. Wait, wait. But he gave her the bribe. That's not how you bribe. So- well, it's you, more like a distraction, I think. Yeah. The thing okay, is, what was he distracting re- from? Really think about him, okay? Yeah. Uh, he's essentially like torn in two here. He, he becomes a two-part character. The part mm-hmm. of him that loves Mabel and the part of him that's obsessed with destroying Uncle Stan. Mm. The part that's trying to love Mabel is like trying to come out, but not able to because mm. the obsessive part is pulling it back. So here mm-hmm. we see like, well, well, if you marry me, no. How about this? Okay, I don't care anymore. This isn't getting me to my end goal. Stay here. Huh. I can come back for you. Nice. I can use you later. It doesn't matter. So he's literally them. just insane. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. And we see that. Like he just starts talking to him. So he like smashes all his toys that he made. And then he's like, no. He can use them. He can oh use goodness. them. Like Crazy. he just starts yeah, talking to himself. It's great. He's such a also, he says. He says. Um. Wait, wait. Wait. Um. When he's coming in the house and he's uh like oh uh his dad says something to him and he's like oh da 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 mouth breathing fools. Oh my goodness. Also, and before then, he goes yep. and destroys the mystery shack, his dad goes, oh. ice cream truck, and he goes, yeah. Woo! and like runs downstairs. <laughs> I hate. I hate when he's sitting on the couch eating ice cream. He puts his hands mm. up and goes, clean me. And his dad mm. like wipes it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted mm-hmm. to hit everyone in that scene. I hated everything mm-hmm. about that. Except the mother. You feel bad for her. 
Yeah, oh my gosh. Essentially just trapped. keep cleaning. Just keep cleaning. Yeah, vacuuming. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. It's terrifying. So, it yeah, gets we, worse. We are shown that um, Gideon has been a terror to his family at the very least long before the yeah. pines have arrived because his yep. mother is almost in a manic state. Yeah. Um, like Only could reasonably be admitted to an institution. That's the thing. I kind of, she's yep. the only one who sees it because her, his dad just sees him as this perfect angel who yeah. makes him money. Yep. So that's true. I wonder if I, I kind of feel like this is a recent development too, with just the mother being completely terrified. I think with Trevor's kind of theory, and well, it's a theory based on facts that like, he stopped doing the psychic thing and he's just become a complete recluse messing with magic. So I think that has very much played into her fear. Yeah. Because I think she was like seen in the other episode. I could be wrong. Um, she might've been there, but she's never talked about. No. And she was never this terrified and like kind of going crazy as well. So it's, yeah, it's such, such an interesting villain. I, I really like him. Um, I um, really like when they cut back to the mystery shack and they're building the mirror maze and mm-hmm. Grungle Stan tanks off his Shriner hat and Seuss mm-hmm. puts it on yeah. and Seuss yeah. just like one day. I'm like, oh, so this, this is the Seuss character development that I was talking yeah. about. Like we've seen Seuss like enjoying working at the mystery shack. Also, he works there for free. We learned in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. We've seen him adoring Uncle Stan. We've seen he him adoring Uncle Stan. Idolizes him. He wants to be Grunkle Stan when he grows up. Yeah. Which is he's amazing. kind of already grown up, but he's a when he grows up more, um, yeah. But also the um, a good line. This is your best idea that I'm I've taken. Tr- no, nah, nah. this is your best idea that I'm taking credit for yet. Uh, the, with the mirror maze. Yep. Yeah. So like, Seuss has all these great ideas for different attractions and stuff. He's really handy. And, like he'd be good running the mystery shack. Um, and, and he has this dream. So that's really cool. That's really interesting development. Yeah. Just basically as one-off jokes. Like, both of those things were jokes, but they also told a story, which is really good. And it's something that a lot of um, shows don't do, where they kind of pause to make a joke. Or even, um, like, comedy films, the the ability to continue to tell a story while making the audience laugh, just while still having this coherent universe, is such a good talent and, and is the mark of a really good show. Uh, that's yeah. honestly one of the reasons why like Gravity Falls is so good because it does such a good job with that. Definitely, yeah, I'm gonna agree because because often one will be kind of put on pause or diminished for the sake of the other. So you're watching a film and then you're laughing and then all of a sudden there's there's no jokes because the story is progressing or yeah. the story's progressing and there's no more story because oh joke time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the mark and of it... a bad comedy uh, piece of media. Yeah, and there's a lot of those. I've been enjoying a uh, YouTube channel called Ralph the Movie Maker, um, which is this guy who makes semi like cinematic. He's a um, like indie film director, basically. He's like a twenty something year old kid, but indie film guy. And so he makes like really um, film. He makes like, anyways, he reviews movies. (laughs) Um, And one of the big things that he got into, so that's kind of why I mentioned it, is just looking at comedies that. Um, like pause in order to make a joke that has nothing to do with anything. I'm just like, ha ha, laugh at my joke. Ha ha, I'm so funny. I made like a fart joke. Ha ha. Um, but that just has nothing to do with anything at all and just completely breaks the tension of the story that you're telling. Or even like you don't even have a coherent story 
Like you're just doing stuff. A, a decent comedy, um, when it's pure comedy, will have a story there. Basically, at putting people in situations to do funny stuff. Um, but a bad comedy will put people in like situations to progress the story and then pause that story to tell mm-hmm. jokes. All that to say, Gravity Falls does a really good job. Um, and we see it in this episode versus like make kind of a gobblewonkery one where it's much more janky and doing weird flashbacks and stuff. Much more like Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Exactly like Paul Blart <laughs> Mall Cop 2. The essence <laughs> of all media. Another <laughs> form of media you should definitely watch um, Till Death Do Us Blart. The, Listen uh, to. You can't watch kind of cult, you, I mean, you, you could watch the waveform. It's a podcast. It's good. Um, but we're getting kind of off topic. So we, we talked about the Dipper and Mabel character development, yeah. which is really good in this episode. It has really nuanced – that's another thing. Like um, what Gravity Falls does really well is it's not um, a – like we're just gonna teach you morals this isn't barney this isn't sesame yes. street <laughs> but it's also not um like early seasons of adventure time or um like some episodes of i think steven universe that where like there's no meaning to it at all yeah and it's just like gravity falls simultaneously has hilarious jokes really dark humor like <laughs> insane characters and tells a a good story with an actual moral that doesn't feel like it's forced on you but it's extremely nuanced as well um which is great it's beautiful i love this show we've talked about how much we love the show for like 10 minutes oh my gosh i I love love this show you know something i really disliked about this episode what do you dislike this stupid flying dollar scene when they get on the balloon and the balloon takes them back to the yes takes them back to the mystery shack faster than a bus can I was in a blissful moment where I had forgotten about that yeah, scene, I was and now like, you've brought uh, me back. Now to it's her. definitely a B plus for him. Now it's definitely B plus for me. I forgot about that, or maybe just a straight B. Oh no, I just, maybe, I just sat there like staring at my screen, like, are we? This is an actual. Yeah, thing like that's not how balloons work at yeah. all, that's and not it's how a really air long works scene. Or yeah, you can't it is super long it. for very little reason. That's the thing, yeah. like. You can defy – I can put aside my knowledge about physics for a little while, but it goes on for like 30 seconds. Okay, if they, here's, if they here's, literally jumped on it and just went – and they were there, that would be fine. Yeah. But they literally just go, we got here right before them. Like, really? Like you got yeah. here right before a bus got here. You want a balloon. Here's what I'm going to replace that scene with in yes. my memory. Um, What's the nice. name of the gopher again? Um. um Cheekums. Cheekums. Oh, Cheekums. <gasps> okay, my mm. headcanon is mm-hmm. that Cheekums escapes mm-hmm. Gideon's house, mounts yep. an eagle, rides the oh, eagle to pick them both up yep. and drops them off Ooh. at the mystery shack. That that's is what good. I'm replacing like it that. with that in my head. Perfect. That's so good. Or I was just going to say he gets on the bus, but I like the eagle part. <laughs> I would have I would have even liked like they look out the door and like, "Well, what do we do?" And the next scene, they're just at the mystery shack, and they're just like, "Thanks, Cheekums," and he's just like, "Oh and my like gosh!" Runs off into the sunset. That'd be even better. Oh, that'd be. Great. I don't. I don't need explanation or anything about. I don't need to know that'd what happened. Great. That's perfect. Mm. Cheekums mm. saves the day. Yep, I like that even better. Um, I do like the big dum dum Cheekums though. I do too. <laughs> yeah, I love they, that he they like, definitely could have done that scene up better. The Q-tip to fight him and pokes him, and he just goes, yes. me, me, me. Oh, okay. Drops <laughs> it on the ground like it wasn't yeah. happening. Yeah, it's great. What but yeah, they, they definitely could have done that scene better. Like, 
just don't show dumb physics. You, what yeah. you can do is you can like have them be like, "What are we gonna do?" They look up, they see the balloon. Then next scene, you have like the um, the balloon flying off and him shouting like, "Moscow high prices!" And then next scene, you have them jumping off the balloon as the balloon then like just floats away. And they got there or by some sort of why they just use the balloon to get onto the bus? Yeah, they could have done that too. I, I don't know. There's a lot of ways without yeah, having just, that weird like soaring. Goes, We're going up and down. Yay! It goes from like good TV show to kids show back to good TV yeah. show real fast. Yeah. So that was like that was my biggest gripe about the entire episode was that. But um, there's there's a line uh after Gideon goes inside and they're like we can stop him and then he gets inside and he shrinks the first person he sees, mm-hmm. which is Seuss wearing <laughs> um, the Shriner hat. Stan's Stan's hat. Shriner hat. Yep. And then he's yep. like, You'll, I'll never tell you where he is. He's down the hall and to the left. Oh, why did I tell him? <laughs> yeah. And he, he puts him in the glass jar and he puts him with uh, Mabel Dippler and puts him oh, in his pocket. Dang. Seuss then says, oh, I guess I, I really, really Seuss that things up. up. Oh. Nobody in the show has ever said, yeah, you Seussed that up. Oh, that is a phrase oh. Seuss has given to himself when he messes dang. things up. That destroyed me. I almost cried. Because I love oh. Seuss. And it almost attributes back to the beginning when they're making fun of Dipper. And Seuss is like, come on, guys, don't do this. Mm. And it's because nobody makes Aww. fun of Seuss. He beats himself up constantly. Mm. I got really sad when he said, when he said I Seussed things up. I'm like, nobody says that in the show. That's not a line. That's nothing. That's something that Seuss says about himself because he feels like he messes things up and ruins things for people. And that made mm. me sad. Mm, and that's, that's also true. one reason... This is a B plus in my mind because this is non um, shown canon. You know what I mean? You, I don't need scenes about it. I don't need them to explain it. I don't need them to say yeah. like, this is what's happening. Seuss is yeah. actually like this. Just that one line tells me exactly how Seuss you feels. You need eight words. Yep. That's it. And it made me or so seven. sad. I don't know. I, I see you counting in your head, Joe. So, <laughs> I mean, there's. I really Seuss that up. I think you said wow at the beginning. Things up? I guess oh, I said, wow. really Seussed that wow. up. He actually oh, said okay. Nanu Nanu. Okay. Wowers. <laughs> Bazinga. I Jim, really Jim, Seussed Jim, that Jim, one Bam. up. Jimmy? That's 11 words. There you go. I gotcha. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, that that made me really sad, oh and gosh, I think that's really right. like there's so much cool Seuss progression with so very little Seuss in this episode. He's only really in three scenes, and each one of the scenes are like huge jumps for him. Standing up for Dipper, wanting to be mm. like Grunkle Stan because he admires mm. him, knowing that he doesn't think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, even though we all do. Mm. That's true, and that's such. Again, it's just a mark of a good show that you don't you respect your audience enough to not have to tell them every single thing that's going on. Like, oh, hello, I am the sad divorced lawyer man. Like, you don't need to say that. You just show people acting or like, hello, I am the handyman who wants to be like his boss, but doesn't feel like he's good enough. Hmm. They did it in two scenes with. They Literally did it in two scenes with like two lines. Yep. One one day, <laughs> and I Seuss that up, and that's all they had to do. And you have Seuss completely well, not completely because we get more episodes, but really fleshed out as a character. That's true. Yep. Yeah, you didn't need to say this is the sad security guy whose wife yeah. left him. Mom got hit by yep. a bus, and daughter is going out to college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, full circle. Welcome back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, to Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. The only movie you need Why to watch Why do we this listen Christmas. to this podcast? <laughs> it's going to corrupt everything we've ever yeah. made in the past. Oh. Um, Seuss also has one of my favorite lines, which is when he like falls off. Um, so good. Like, he says, tell my story. <laughs> and then he falls. And then um, he's like, oh, I'm okay. Oh. Thought you could get away from me, potato chip. <laughs> corn chip. Corn chip. Corn chip. And he just picks up the chip and starts eating it. Amazing. Oh, again, really you don't excellent. need to tell the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> You've told an entire backstory. I, You've I, made an entire scene with like one line. That's true. I really also like Uncle Stan just kicking it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> little Gideon out the door, and then oh, Little yeah. Gideon goes, "No, my light." And Uncle Stan goes, "You're the, <laughs> You're light, the light of my, of my life, life too." too. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Also, I like weirdo. After he closes the door, we yeah. should probably yeah. destroy this. And Mabel just grabs the crystal and screams, "Die! Die!" So it's stopping <laughs> on it. Yeah, how she's so like reserved and like, I guess we should destroy it so it doesn't fall into the wrong hands or something. And smashes on the ground. Die, die. But then so Seuss is violent. like, hey guys, wait. And he has help Seuss spelt out in yes. shattered glass behind him? Yes. He's very quick. So good. It, it, you, you know how you see giants and they're small? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, slow. When That means when you're small, <laughs> yep. you can put together a, a sign yeah. from broken yeah. crystal shards there very quick. Yep. Yeah. No, he made it out of the glass. He's like, I've been oh, trying from the jar. No, 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 Wait, what from jar? all the mirrors. Oh, because there's glass all over the floor, weren't and it says, "Help!" They outside though. They were outside. No, they, were outside. they came back inside, and they talk mm. about it. It's after they closed the door. Okay, hundred percent. Okay, I watched okay. this episode four okay. times today, boyos. Cool, cool. <laughs> if goodness. I'm wrong, you can kick me off the podcast, and we'll get Tom Dillinger to do it instead. I like it. Did, did he invent the? He's pistol? a jerk. That that. No, that's Derringer. No, it's the Derringer. No. Also, I don't think his name was Tom. But yeah, Tom his Derringer. name was Bang Bang Derringer. Bang Bang Derringer. Yeah. What are you doing, Bang Bang? I'm creating the gun. You the gun? I don't know. <laughs> What's it gonna sound like? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Oh god! Another line you didn't guess. Another line we get to see um, with Gideon is when uh, oh, what what is his dad's name? Bud Damn. Gleeful. Bud Gleeful. Thank dad you, Dad Gideon. He starts tickling him, and then he's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, gets so mad. <laughs> he gets so mad. Um, and he says, like, what did I say? What did I, t- what did I tell you? <laughs> Tickling is no laughing matter. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. Then you get that end scene where he's like. Do you still need um, that, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, I need that house. And then it's all ominous, and I'm just like, what's going on? Mm, yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, this um, is a yep. good episode. Really good episode. Um, For me, there wasn't like a lot of jokes that stood out a ton. Um, They were all like, they were all good. Yeah. Like I chuckled throughout the episode, but there were none that completely There's destroyed one, me. And it's my favorite okay. joke. And we haven't talked okay. about it yet. And I don't want to talk about oh. it until Uh-oh. we get to my favorite joke. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Are we, are we. I think we were. I think I, think I was trying to get to favorite done. jokes. We're at we're at favorite jokes. Oh, now. cool! We're at yeah. favorite jokes. You can say yeah, we talked yeah. about all the characters stuff. Here's and our segue. Paul Blart like four times, so we're good. Yeah, let's just segue into favorite jokes then. Oh no! <laughs> 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 I brought you back. 
Um, oh, my favorite joke. It's me, Paul my, Blart. We'll my... replace you with Paul Blart Mall Cop. No! <laughs> Kevin James can't afford this no. job. No, 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 not Kevin James. Oh, no, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Uh. <laughs> the movie, we'll just play it. <laughs> in your response. And we'll talk Tape together about all my Paul. responses from Paul Blart. <laughs> oh. Oh, no, not today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take an A... I'm gonna build an AI. Mm-hmm. Make it watch Paul Blart. 10,000 mm, times, and then make good. it make a Gravity Falls synopsis. That's really good. And that'll be me each week. Oh, that's so good. Only using Paul Kev, uh, Paul, Paul Blart Mall up to lines. Yeah. Nice. That's um, so nice. good. That's but so yeah. good. Um, my favorite joke. So, favorite joke. Yeah. Uh, Dipper is upstairs, and he uses the, the ray oh my to gosh. make the the chest piece really big. Comes downstairs and like, look, I'm yes. big. I think I'm going to have another growth spore. And he goes upstairs, and Mabel chases up, and she's like, this is a magic key thing, is it? It's a magic thing. There's a wizard in this closet. Yes! And he's like, there. what? No. And she goes, I'm going to open it, <laughs> and I'm going to see a wizard, and then he's going to be a fool. And she opens the door. She looks in. There's no wizard. She looks it back at Dipper and goes, really? An invisible wizard? <laughs> <laughs> really, Dipper? <laughs> but then she keeps going. She's like, does he only activate when you use magic Expecto words? Expecto <laughs> Well, he, um... <laughs> They go oh to leave gosh. the room. She looks in the closet and goes, I'll be back yes. for you. And then runs downstairs. Yes! It's not just the fact that, like, she got caught in this idea um, that, like, oh, there might be a wizard in here. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'll play it off. She literally believes there's an yes. invisible yep. wizard in that yes! closet. She still believes. It had yep. me. It had me rolling. Like, I was actually uh-huh. laughing out loud. It's like, I forgot how good this bit might be, like, the best bit. In Gravity Falls. And small thing that made it a much better bit than it could have been. Um, a lot of times when, uh, like, Mabel started going on and on, and she was like, oh, there's a wizard in this closet. And he's like, no, there's no wizard. You're telling me that if I open this door, there's not going to be a wizard. And then she, she, like, starts another line, and then Dipper cuts her off. And says, like, no, just open the door. <laughs> and that was at the perfect timing for when, if it had gone on longer... I would have said, just open the door. Ah, so just nice. just that small thing. I guess tip to people writing jokes, like don't lead up over and over and over too long because I've seen jokes like this before and they don't pay off and they're not really that funny. They're like, are you telling me if I do this? Are you seriously? Like when I open this door, there's not going to be a thing in it. Okay, I'm opening the door now. Okay, the door is opening. You're telling me there's not going to be a thing in that. I've seen jokes that go like that, and they're not funny at all. They're bad. But this one hits really well because it's not leading on forever. So also one big thing that made um, that joke even that bit even better was the giant pawn in the background that Dipper had grown that was there the entire time. He grew up a pawn to giant. Yep, yep. And she doesn't notice it. No, that's the best part. Is is there a wizard in the closet? There's a giant pawn. Yep. So so I'm sort of in the same spot as Joe. There there weren't like any crazy stick out jokes. So I'm going to go with the one that kind of weirded me out the most Mm -hmm. is when Seuss made a fat angel on Gideon's neck. When they're climbing over to get the flashlight, oh and he's like, I'm that's, making a fat angel. That's the reason he got slapped and fell yes, down because he was making a fat angel. Gideon's neck, oh. that it's gross. Oh. And I laugh and I like it. <laughs> oh. oh man, Jose Largo. Um, 
I think the one that got me the I, I don't know if I laughed, but I this made me the most like it it was the funniest, but it didn't make me laugh, if that makes sense, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Um the wizard one is really good. Yeah. So. Um Hey there, cutie. Where are you off to on this beautiful day? I'm gonna annihilate my arch enemy's entire family. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves on the bus. Oh my gosh, I love Lazy Susan. And, okay, how many so buses that was just are me. going through Gravity Fall that Lazy she, Susan was uh, waiting for a Okay, no. <laughs> I think she is afraid, and she's not getting on the bus with little oh, Gideon. That is very That's possible. good. That's good. But yes, that was a good but joke. But yeah, just... Also, that one's I'm gonna annihilate the entire out. family. Okay. Because it's going to the mystery shack. Oh. So maybe she's waiting for one to head in. Okay. Can that makes sense. Can you freak out? Wait, no. Can you freak in if you can freak oh out? Why do our toes have tiptoe we can, but fingernails are... are... It's that one. So what? we can dance. I think that basically wraps stuff up. Feel free to interrupt me if you have any other thoughts. But um, if thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for hanging out and listening to us talk about a children's show for like an hour. Oh, yeah. Um, as we've said over and over, like, this is just – it's so good. There's a reason why three grown men are making a podcast about this, and it's because it's a quality show. If you want to help us make this a quality podcast, you can go ahead and check us out over at uh, Facebook at Tad Strange Podcast, Twitter at Tad Strange Podcast. You can send us a message at Tad Strange Podcast at gmail.com. Um, all those places we're going to reply to, and we'd love to get your feedback and your ideas for future episodes. Um, with all of that, though, thank you again so much for listening. It's incredible. You're incredible. Hit that follow, hit that like, hit that subscribe, smash that like button, and uh, we'll see you next time. It's time for the outro song. Are you guys ready? I hate this show. I'm leaving.